Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? Ready. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NBA. To me, it's like AAU, really, except for the quarantine part, but it's been like AAU. I've been just re- relaxing, you know, studying film and just making sure I can try and eat as good as eat as well as I possibly can as far as, you know, nutrition, because, you know, there's temptation to have snacks for sure. That's Donovan Mitchell talking about life in the bubble. He is one of several players who have referenced this is like AAU days. Going to somewhere for a tournament, being in a hotel for a long time, seeing all the guys because everybody's together in one or two hotels. So they've been through this before, PK. Feels like now they haven't they haven't gone to an AAU tournament for 60 or 90 days, so I'm gonna be signed up for that, but they're not feeling that yet. They're just they're in week one right now. Yes, they are. Lakers guard guard Rajon Rondo suffered a fractured right thumb during the team's practice. He's out six to eight weeks. You do the math on that, PK. That's into the playoffs, probably into the second round. He'd be back for a a conference final if that math is right. He might be back for the second round. But that's, that's a pretty big injury for a team that's already missing Avery Bradley. You start missing players that have similar skill sets. You can survive one. Can you survive two? You're the Lakers. You're really good. You know, if you got LeBron and Anthony Davis, you can probably ride through the first, maybe the second round anyway. But a little bit of a, a warning shot across the bow as, as stuff starts to pile up. Uh, the, uh, this is being a little bit, I don't think the Lakers' fate was going to rise or fall on a Rajon Rondo. A new entry protocol finalized. NBA players will be in uniform and warm-ups when they arrive. This is part of the AAU feel, getting dressed in your room now. But, hey, that's less time in a group, right? So I suppose that's uh, that's safer. Miss that locker room, though. Hanging out in the locker room, changing, talking to the guys. Be in your room now. Okay. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. What's top of mind as you try to win a second Super Bowl? Well, I think top of mind is that we're going to have a season. I think there's a lot of, you know, a lot of things uh, yet to be figured out. We're hopeful. It's with fans, and we can get all the testing procedures down the way they want it to for, for the utmost amount of safety. I think we're kind of just waiting uh, for the league and the PA to, to figure some things out. That is Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers right there has his doubts on what things are going to look like going forward, and he's not alone, PK. I don't think he said he had his doubts. He just said he wanted to know what it was. Did he say he had his doubts that things weren't well, going to go forward? He doesn't know what it is going forward. Okay, that's not doubt. Well, it's not knowing it for sure. I guess we have different perspectives. New England Patriots have settled compensation grievances with Antonio Brown and Aaron Hernandez over the past week. Frees up $7 million for them under the salary cap. Brown's going to get $5 million instead of $9 million he'd be owed. How will they spend that money? The Patriots, who weren't looking very good. They got Cam Newton, and they got a little extra money because obviously they had other losses on that team than Tom Brady. Kyle Van Oy would be the name that resonates with us here, but they have other losses on defense. So maybe there is another division title for them. Maybe there is another 10-win season out there, out there for them. What are they going to spend this money on? How do you settle a grievance with a dead man? 
I assume they settled it with his estate. There's a lawyer handling all the money that will go off to his relatives. Just a few minutes ago, the Washington Redskins made it official. They are jettisoning the nickname Redskins. They have not announced what the new name will be. Yak says that there's a lot of... Uh, he just read a story just right at the end of the break there. He's telling me Red Hawks, Red Foxes. There's a lot of possibilities the Warriors, out there. which Snyder already has a trademark on. What's top of mind as you try to win a second Super Bowl? Well, I think top of mind. That sounds vaguely familiar. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. High to very high. I look at the numbers every day, and the important issue is not just numbers. It is trying to understand and comprehend, and that's where literally you want experts moving you away from the scroll or the titles at the bottom of a TV screen or the interviews of this expert or that and find people. And we put a medical advisory group together in early April with the question of what do we have to do to get back to activity, and they've been a big part of the conversation. But the direct reality is not good. That's Greg Sankey, SEC commissioner right there, trying to figure out how to start a football season and what it'll look like. And he says his concern that there's no season is high to very high. Think they're going to pull it together, PK? I know you talked to people at BYU who are feeling ready to fill holes on their schedule. They lost some games, obviously, to the Pac-12 and the Big Ten, and they're looking towards the Big 12 and the SEC because the Big 12 and the SEC also lost games to the Pac-12 and the Big Ten. I think football will be played sometime during the 2021 academic calendar year. The Athletic is reporting that some high-end players are thinking about skipping the season. Uh, They are looking at, uh, and the question is how many and all the agents are talking to, uh, are, are talking without their names, you know, anonymously to the athletic. Uh, but talking about the high end kids, they're going to bail. I mean, I'm recruiting some high end kids, an agent says. I talked to probably four of them last night, and they all echoed the same thing like, they're done, this is over. Kids could be signed in in 60 days, which is actually going to cost the agents money because the agency agents usually start paying living expenses uh, when they sign them in January. And now they're going to be paying living expenses starting in July and August. So you don't want to miss out on the top kids, but you don't really want to pay the living expenses either. Well, that'll be interesting to see how that is because they make you play three years before you're eligible for the draft. So in July and August, you for those guys like a Trevor Lawrence, he hasn't played his three years. So how will that work? I think it's three years from the high school graduation. You know, if you play two and you redshirt one, you're eligible. So, That's true. So I Trevor would, Lawrence hasn't. No, but this would essentially be redshirting a year. I mean, I there's think no, he'd be eligible. I don't think there's very many high-end players who redshirt. This story has uh, multiple opinions in it, and one of them is that it'll only be 10 to 20 guys who are the early yeah. first-rounders who will pull of this off. There are other people who think it'll be more than that. I just don't think the third-rounders often... You know, Cody Barton was a third-rounder. Well, I don't think Cody Barton knew he was a third-rounder when the season started. So that's Well, it. it's always just the elite in this case. It's like the, the, that G League team that players are going to go and play. Well, it's just a handful. Now... 
the handful for those uh, in college football could make a significant difference at the highest levels for 95% of the teams. I don't see where it's going to matter that much. Uh, but uh, you lose some top end players from Ohio State, and the they, they would lose. And the, they would lose Justin Fields is the speculation in this, and Oregon yeah. would lose Penny Sewell, a guy we we talk about because of his ties to this area. You know, but uh, yeah, I mean it's obvious who the who yeah. the guys are. National Junior College Athletic Association expected to approve a proposal that would move its football season to the spring. Uh, there'll be a meeting today to make it official, but there's 54 football-playing schools out of the 512 schools. Snow College, one of those schools that could be impacted. Uh, will they move football? Will they move all fall sports? Uh, will they move the start of the winter season? I would think they would do as little as possible now and kick the can down the road on the other decisions. But we'll see what they decide uh, later today. But Snow College football may be delayed. Pac-12 Commissioner Larry Scott has tested positive for the coronavirus and is self-quarantining. And working from home. Yes, working from home and trying to figure out what their TV deals and their schedules are going to look like going forward. Ten games, five home, five away. Any idea when they might start, PK? They got uh, anything you've heard on that? Right now, the schedule says September 26th. They obviously bought themselves a time, but the non-conference game's canceled now. Yeah, that's that would be the earliest, and it, I, I can't forecast what the health situation is going to be like in next month, let alone two months from now, but that, that would be the earliest. But that's the whole idea of going to the individual conferences, which I told you two days before fill-in-the-blank reported. Wednesday. Uh, Everybody else <laughs> reported it on Friday. You said it on the show on Wednesday. And you can go back to 1280thezone.com and listen if you don't believe us. There it was. <laughs> And it gives them the flexibility, basically, to do whatever they want. So if it's the 26th of September, great. If it needs to be fill-in-the-blank, whatever Saturdays uh, the dates would fall beyond that, they can do that, too. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. The Twins were born prematurely. Um, Thank God they are doing really well. Um, But they're going to have to be in the NICU for quite some time. And after much discussion with my wife and doctors, a decision that I've wrestled with quite a bit um, since I knew that this adoption was on the table, um, I've decided to opt out of the 2020 baseball season. We feel this is the best decision for these babies and for our family as well. That is Buster Posey of the San Francisco Giants right there saying he's not going to play in the upcoming 60-game season, which is now just a, a couple of weeks away, almost here. Yeah, I mean, he has sound reasoning. Uh, He's fortunate enough financially that he can do that. I mean, don't forget these guys who are opting out. That just means that they got a boatload of money and they don't need the money. And that's not to discount the other reasons that are as just or if not in many cases more important. But nevertheless, they have the financial wherewithal to say, I don't need this. And Buster Posey is certainly one of those guys. He is having an awesome career, but he'll take this year off. The Giants, uh, not really forecast to do much. Supposed to have a losing season, but you know, in 60 games, I guess you never know who's going to get hot and surprise you. Not the Giants. <laughs> not the Giants. There's just no way for them to well, pull Well, no, they're in the throes of rebuilding. Yeah. I mean, they've got a new manager, and they've got to reload. They had a phenomenal decade, and now it's time to reload. It, it happens. Three championships in five years. It was a really good run, and he was a big part of that. 
Oh, see, yeah, he was a major part of that. Yeah, because he played and they won, and then he missed most of a year and they didn't win, and then he was healthy and he was back, then they won again. Which I don't know what his statistics will be, but his impact on winning would dictate that he's a Hall of Famer. Dodgers all-star closer Kenley Jansen said he has recovered from contracting COVID-19. He says he believes he caught the disease from his four-year-old son who had tested positive. He says he uh, had it three weeks ago, but he says he began feeling better by the fourth day. So a good story there. And Kenley Jansen getting ready to go for the Dodgers. Atlanta Braves sent an email to season ticket holders Sunday. They will not be changing their nickname, but we'll take a further look at the future of the Tomahawk Chop. We've all seen that during the playoffs, PK. We'll, we'll see if they try to ban that in their ballpark. What are they, they going to do, arrest people? Are they going to eject people? How would that work? Uh, take away their tickets, I guess. I don't know that they're going to arrest them. Uh, but they say they will always be the Atlanta Braves. DJ and PK. Hashtag RSL. RSL beat Colorado. Got a couple of goals. Shut out the Rapids. Win the opening match of the MLS's back tournament. Had a chance to score a third or fourth goal and really blow it wide open. But Albert Rusnak, who had a goal and assist, also had a penalty saved. Corey Baird could have, would have, should have scored five or six minutes in, but hit the crossbar. But Colorado really didn't have a good chance until stoppage time right at the end of the match, and that got saved. And RSL gets the victory. They'll be back at it against Minnesota on Friday. And the Rapids had looked, I mean, who knows after the restart, but they had looked good at the start of the season under new coach Robin Frazier had won their first two after finishing last year strong. But RSL pretty much controlling that game. Royals gave up a late goal and lost to the Red Stars. They'll head into the quarterfinals now of the NWSL tournament. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up this morning, Matt Brown's going to join us. He writes for the intercollegiate.com, an extra points newsletter. He lives in Chicago in Big Ten country. We'll talk with him about the ever-changing college football landscape. And Ryan Abraham from uscfootball.com and the podcast of Champions will join us. Friday, we had on Utah Athletic Director Mark Harlan, and he was talking about the situation in L.A. right now and how it's hard for them to do anything under the current circumstances. Who knows how much that'll change in two or four or six weeks, but we can talk with Ryan Abraham about that and about SC losing Alabama and Notre Dame. Ryan Abraham's going to be here at 8.30. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone.